Welcome back, adventurer. Care for another story? One of a hero's triumph against darkness? A dragon's journey of self-discovery? Or perhaps two souls' quests to find unity? Well, pull up a chair and have a listen. Hi everybody and welcome to this episode of The RPG Show. My name's Brent, I'm your host. With me today is the man, the myth, the legend, Nick, reptiles, insects, and undead, oh my, Gantner. How's it going, man? That's uh, going pretty good. How you doing, man? Uh, I'm in pretty foul mood today, but uh, I'll see if I don't let that uh, keep that out of my review here. I, it might be difficult, but anyway. So you're, uh, feel, you're feeling pretty avian? Uh, yeah, I guess, I mean, you could say that, like, that's an apt, like, game-related thing to say, it just, I don't know, there, there are times in which I'm, like, uh, my faith in humanity is scarred because, like, the collective intellect of people that I meet is just, seems so low sometimes, and I just, just can't handle it, I get, I get all worked up. Well, anyway... Let's let's go away from the bed. We have a new iTunes review to read. Um, this one was left a while ago. Uh, it just took us, like I said, international reviews. Uh, it's a five out of five from Sweden from our friend Minthian. Uh, he said, uh, "Awesome blend of humor, bantering, and game talk. Hearing them talk about old classics is goodness for the ears. Keep it up with the good work." Um, also, a frequent uh, contributor on both Twitter and the forums. Uh, awesome guy. Shout out to Minthian. Yeah, bro. We love you. Smooches. Rock on. Smooches. All right. Today, Nick, what are we talking? What are we talking about today? What's our game today? Oh, um, I think it has something to do with like dragons and fire and breathing. Yeah, like it's, it's. I think it's the first Breath of Fire game, is it not? Oh, you would be correct. It was almost like, I don't know, is it two, three, maybe even four months ago, we were like, yeah, we're going to play Breath of Fire games, and we're finally fucking reviewing Breath of Fire game. So, uh, Breath of Fire... I mean, it's not like I haven't been fighting for this for like a whole year or nothing. A uh, whole year, yeah, whatever. All right, so this was released for the SNES by Capcom in Japan, April 1993. It made it to the States much, much later, August 1994, here in the States. So that was a hell of a long localization process. Um, it is their first traditional role-playing game on uh, Capcom's, that is. Uh it was later released on the Game Boy Advance, but we both played the SNES version, correct? Uh, that is correct. Yeah, the, the, the Game Boy Advance uh, version changes a few things, doesn't it? Yeah, it makes it easier. Yeah. Okay. I think it might reduce the like encounter rate a bit, which would have been nice. but Oh, God. So let's just hop right into the, like we always do. We break it up to gameplay story music visuals, replayability, and our overall experience. Yeah, and then we give them scores. So we'll just hop right into gameplay. So, Four scores than seven years ago. Never mind. That was, <laughs> Look, it just, it just came to me. All right. that, that was bad, and you should feel bad. All right. I do. All right. Uh, <laughs> so uh, why don't you describe the gameplay to the folks at home? Uh, I mean, there really isn't much to describe. It's a typical old-school turn-based role-playing game. Um, you get overworld walking. You get in-town walking. You get stuff to do on the world, like flying, swimming, which is pretty much flying, just underwater. Um, in combat, you get uh, eight characters to choose from. Each of them kind of has their own little unique thing going on, sort of, um, for the most part. Uh, it, combat takes place... 
like one character, you pick all the actions for your characters. Uh, the actions happen simultaneous between the party and the enemy, mm-hmm. uh, depending on your act score um, or I guess your agility. The characters will go in order. Mm-hmm. Um, you get spells. You have items to manage. There's uh. Like you said, eight different characters, four of them you use in battle at any one time. Um, and like you did say, each of them fills a particular niche. Um, some more than others, like you have a couple that kind of bleed together and just end up being like just hitty characters. But well, you, you get like a couple characters that end up being fusion fodder and you don't care. Yeah, exactly. Which you they end up, like you said, being fusion fo- uh, fodder for Karn. Um, who can fuse with other characters in the party. They they are unlocked via like weird side quest hidden stuff. Um so I mean you just you kind of end up just using them for that with the with like you have uh, Nina is obviously your healer. Um she does have some damaging spells against undead. Um Blues your black mage with more spells than uh I can count. Um you have Ryu, your main character, who can transform into dragons. It takes one turn to transform into the dragon. Then you can start attacking with the dragon the next using it. It would it will cast an elemental-based spell most often, with the exception of the gold dragon and Agni, I think, are non-type damage. Is that correct? Agni is actually earthquake and lightning type. Oh, okay, so it's multi-type. Okay, I um, think Rudra might be non-elemental, because like, all this, the mini-dragons come out and do shit, but I don't so I don't think there's an element to that, but mm-hmm. I don't really think think anything resists earthquake and lightning anyway because you're always doing nine 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 damage. Yeah, so. well, I think that's just the the power of the spell because I I think I've I had a when we talk about elemental damage types in this game, like I found that they didn't matter with the exception of maybe two bosses. the The type of damage you were dealing was completely secondary especially when you look at like blue spells like does it cost more mana then it's going to do more damage and that was almost always with maybe a couple exceptions uh with some of the spells she starts with but after you start gaining spells like you just start using the next one and never go back to the other ones for any reason whatsoever yeah, there's no reason to and i i was kind of disappointed in that like why give me all these spells if i'm just going to use the most current spell that costs the most mana like uh whatever well, like it's power creep in any game, though, right? Like, you, what game do you really go back and use the like the first level attack spells ever? Well, then give me multiple multiple ones per tier instead of having like a hundred different tiers with hundred different mana costs. Like, have like each one be on its separate tier, right? So, like, you have a tier of single target, a tier of AOE, a tier of single target, and then make the elemental damage type matter. Like, make enemy weaknesses apparent and exploitable so like you look at you go into an anime uh, a thing it's like well do i want to use a like a fire spell or an ice spell or a lightning spell but instead you go all right well the ice spell is currently the most mana intensive so i'm just gonna use the ice spell you understand what i'm saying i understand what you're saying like i mean i just feel like that could have been done better um and then that's basically it each of the characters has a special unique ability outside of combat as well don't they yes and what are those all right so ryu he gets to go fishing that's his kind of unique thing you can equip him in his accessory slots with a rod and some bait and depending on where you fish and what rod you use and what bait you use you can get different things um it's actually the only way to get the best sword in the game mm-hmm. um nina eventually she can transform into a giant bird and carry everybody around on the overworld and fly around and do things that way. Uh, Bo, he gets to shoot a bow when he's walking around and also walks through woods unimpeded, mm-hmm. which is cool. It lets you skip some of the earlier dungeons, quote-unquote. Um, fuck Karn, he unlocks treasure chests and doors and avoids traps and all that good stuff. Um, and I think when he trans, when you get the transformation fusion spells, um, depending on which one you do, you get to retain some of the other characters' aspects. Like I think the Shin one, yeah, it looks most like bow. It lets you shoot the bow on the overworld. Yes, and then uh, Doof, you have like the push power of Ox or whatever. Yes, and then yes. Poof is or Puka is just like whatever, and then the underwater one I think can turn into a fish. Maybe? I, I never use that one because I don't like I don't I try to avoid underwater as much as possible. Yeah, is really once you're done, there's really no need to go back 
um, for much. And you get the fish orb thing for Gobi mm-hmm. quickly, soon enough that you don't need to worry about anything underwater anymore anyway. Yeah. Uh, and then you have Mogu who can dig in the uh, like dragon face shape hole things. Um, and, but you need um, Puka or however you pronounce it to, to move the stone slabs to get the items behind those. Yeah. Um, I don't think Blue does anything. I don't know. Blue... I, does she need to though? I mean, no. she's pretty amazing in combat. So what would she need to do outside of combat? Like really, the only thing she's good for is she's got like, she's the powerhouse. Once you get her, you don't you if you take her out of your party, you're kind of dumb. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, because once you unlock, once you get her, like the final character you get, Mo, uh, Mogu, you don't even really use him. Like as soon as you recruit him, you just take him out of your party. Like he doesn't even need to be part of the quest in which you get him. With no. the exception of like entering the next tower, but you don't need to be at any particular point to swap out party members. You can kind of do it any time. So like you dig a hole, and you, as soon as you come through, you just swap him back out, and your party is Ryu, Dina, Blue, and your Karn fusion, and that's that's all you'll ever use to the end of the game, really. Um, yeah. With a few story moments where somebody might be taken out of your party or whatever, but um, that's about it. Uh, so, I mean, the fusions are cool. Um, I felt like the magic system was lacking. Um, it's really just glorified damage. It is. It really is. And, uh, the menu system was okay. Like we've played with worst menu and inventory systems. Like I thought it was fine. Um, my only problem was, like the combat menu system, I felt like I had to go through too many options sometimes. Um, like I would often opt to auto battle so that I wouldn't have to press so many fucking keys to select commands through everybody. Um, I don't know why it just felt like it would take, it took way too long. So the auto battle is nice for just like auto attacking everything, but, uh, it made me lazy, I guess. I don't know. It just felt like there's a lot of a lot of menus in the battle system. Like it felt, I had to press like six or so keys or five or six keys to hit a to to a, like use an ability, and that felt like a lot. Let's see. So you have your opening menu where you have, which is a weird thing for them to do, but it, you have the opening menu where mm-hmm. there's it just shows your character stats. And you press the, the confirm button, then you get the first menu where you can choose to input commands for that character or auto battle or change your rows or do all that kind of shit. So you click your character's command thing, then it opens up attack, defend, ability, or item. Mm-hmm. And you pick your item, so we're at four, or you pick the ability thing, so we're at four. Then you find the ability you want to use, and then you tar- you pick your target. So yeah, six buttons, six buttons about. And that feels that feels like a lot. I feel like I've played uh, games that streamline that a whole lot better. I don't know. Uh, maybe it's just that first intro menu where you can look at stats, change change like the row or auto battle that make it that slows it down too much like if you just got rid of that i think it'd just be better like it would be more it'd just be faster so um, what we would recommend like just like hold r and then it pops up like auto battle if that's what you want to do yeah then... something like that like use the other buttons on the controller because they only really use the d-pad um start and then a and b and then you can assign other keys to do other things but it's I mean, all you, all I did is went and assigned the L button to like quickly swap characters, like on the overworld. So, I mean, you could use one of the, one of the other buttons to make me auto battle, or or to do the line swapping in combat, or just or like you hold it and it pops up like over top of the one you're at, like just like a secondary menu or something. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it just it felt slow and cumbersome in at times. Uh, it made uh, some of the longer boss battles just feel like they're dragging on, especially when you only have one and a half characters that you're selecting something other than attack for. Because, I mean, you're not going to heal with Nina every turn, and so the only reason you're not pressing auto battle is so that you can heal every other turn and select Blue's spell. And it just it was like a lot of just like, go, 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 okay, blue, down, 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 over, click, 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 okay, do the thing. Like, it, I don't know, it just, it didn't feel as, as fluid as, say, like, a, like, what's a good one from recent memory that we've played? 
like a Paladin's Quest or or Soikiden or I'm trying to think of something from the same generation, like uh, like Final Fantasy same generation six, um, Paladin's Quest. I don't know. They felt f- more. They feel more fluid than than the combat in this one did. Uh, I can agree with that. Definitely. Because uh, the other games, you have your attack, you have your magic, you have your... Like, you press right on the D-pad, or and then you go to guard, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all super quick. But, I mean, I might... I'm not going to say I'm an expert at the control of this game, but, I mean, I played the fuck out of it as a kid, so it wasn't a big deal for me. I already kind of knew what I was doing. And it felt more like muscle memory, yeah, um, things, so. and I think it would have been even better because so like there are some games where like you press the button a number of times and it'll go through those actions, but this one you actually had to wait for that menu to fully load before you can input your next command. Yes, so it's really you can't just be like a a a a down 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 a you just like hit all your commands and watch it just kind of go through its shit until it catches up with with you. So it's like, A, can't... So I'm just like sitting there mashing it until the next menu comes up and I'm just still mashing it like, oh, God, just come on. So, uh, I don't know. That, and it does make the sound every time you have to click with the thing. Yeah, so... Bring, 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 bum, 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 bring, bring. Yeah, so um, it, I think if... I agree with you on muscle memory. Like, if you played it a lot, you could be used to it. But, um... I also feel like uh, if it if it just took all the commands and then waited a minute to catch up with you, then it wouldn't feel so bad. Because a lot of games you can kind of stay a, a a little bit like a few like half seconds ahead of it it loading, and you're just so you can actually exercise that muscle memory where you're just like, all right, I know where I gotta be, and you hit it before it even finishes loading. It just keeps going, but you're really just waiting on the game to kind of visualize your options on this one. Which is more of a nitpick than like a like a true problem. Like it didn't. Make... Well, I feel like it's it's this way because it was their first attempt at an RPG, and oh, yeah. it's less ATB, more actual turn based. Yeah, it's so... actual turn based. So I mean, it comes with some of the clunky mechanics like that. It just when I think of um, Super Nintendo RPGs, like it just. I don't know, like, they're, they're great RPGs on the system as far as, like, how they play. And it's just kind of like, uh, it was, it was, it felt really standard with nothing, like, behind in some of the technical aspects of, like, its responsiveness, ahead in some of the concepts. So it just kind of melds together to this, eh, kind of, uh, kind of gameplay experience to me. Um, as far as combat goes, outside of combat, uh, I'll just go through some things that, that worked for me. Uh, I did like that each of each character had sort of like a puzzle solving ability almost outside of, outside of the, uh, out of combat. So you don't know what you're going to need. So, and so for, um, I did like that. There were a lot of hidden things. Um, I did like, uh, the, I thought fusions and transforming to the dragon were cool, even though the dragon, uh, like there are times where it feels less powerful because you have to spend that turn to turn him into the dragon and the combat might only go six round five five or six rounds and it's like uh well if i just attacked that extra round i probably could have just chopped a, a round off like the damage wasn't that much better but then again i was picking up things like the dragon sword and um all these all this uber equipment like as soon as i could instead of later on when i guess you're supposed to natively kind of go figure it out um, I felt, uh, some things that, uh, I also like that everyone has a sort of like their, their niche, their own role. Um, some things I didn't like Nina felt useless most of the time, unless it was a boss fight. Like, unless it was a boss fight, she was just kind of dead weight. Um, I didn't like that even some of the other characters like they did become that that uh that fusion fodder like you said like i thought um ox was a cool character like he's a big strong brute attack character but he becomes so useless once you unlock a fusion that's more powerful than him and it just kind of and they even let like and then like Bo doesn't get any more like he starts off he's got these really cool spells he doesn't actually learn any more spells because the game just assumes you're going to fuse him with Karn instead of making him a character in his own right um 
things like that. I the now the converse of all this stuff, all this extra hidden stuff. I didn't like that. A lot of it felt really forced. Like you were kind of forced to find everything, um, or you couldn't a get the good ending, um, b beat <laughs> beat the optional boss to get the good ending, or c uh you know use your party to the full potential. Because if you don't ever go unlock um puka or puka or however you pronounce it then you're at a severe disadvantage. Um, like, the game really punishes you for not having the best of everything. Um, and I feel like if you're going to be that way and force me to find the best of everything, make it a part of the story. Like, give the character a quest to seek out these items and make it more part of, like, all right, now i got to go do all these very obvious dungeons to get these pieces instead of hiding it in some well that you have to find to fish up. Um, as, and find the rod for and all this other stuff like this super tiered background sort of real no information kind of given to you kind of thing um, I didn't like that a lot of the quests kind of left you um, hanging like with real with no real thread on where to go next uh, especially early on like the first third of the game I said it I say is worse about that than the like second two thirds with the exception of finding all the dragon armor and all of Karn's fusions. Um, like a lot of that stuff, you kind of get hints on where to go next and you can sort of go from there, especially with, uh, you know, especially you have warp and fly if you're late, if it's late enough. So you kind of can get back and forth and kind of test that where you need to be. Um, as opposed to earlier where you don't need to know where you need to go. The random battles are frequent and all the time, um, so it just it just felt really sluggish the first half of the game did. Um, what about you? What's some things that worked for you, and what are some things that didn't work for you? Uh, I'm just about the same as you. Like, um, I enjoy that all the characters have something to do on the overall map, or at least the majority of them. Um, I enjoyed the, at least the initial, like, getting to meet the characters, getting to know them kind of thing. I felt mm-hmm. that was... I did a, a good job getting them personalities or whatever, except for Bo. He's just kind of like, eh, I'm here. Like, yeah. he feels super, like, just useless as a character. Like, they kind of just, like, they needed somebody to fill that spot. And, like, well, we kind of have wolf people. Well, that's more of a, that's more of a story gripe than a I know. gameplay gripe. I know. <laughs> um, so, the, the battle system I enjoy, like, like I may have said it before in another review, I'm not a big fan of ATB. I like to just take my time and figure out what I want to do and not feel rushed about it. So I enjoy that. Um, I don't know. This would be easier if I had never played it before. Yeah. Um, in general, it just, it did feel like as far as how the game played came off pretty bland. Um, I could see like this, the start of something good there. Like I can tell like this will likely improve in later iterations. Like, uh, it did feel, you know, like I could tell it was sort of like their first sort of go at it. I mean, maybe a couple things changed developmental, um, the hands changed hands developmentally somewhere in the process. Um, but you know, um, if you're, why don't you go ahead and give me your score for gameplay, Nick? Uh, as much as it pains me, I'll just give it a three. Because it's not fantastic, but it's not the worst game we've ever played. And it's not the worst game I've ever played. And I enjoy it, despite the frequent random encounters. Because sometimes you'll get in a random encounter and you spend like 10 seconds of the fight because you auto-battle and then it's done. And then you spend like 5 seconds walking on the world map or whatever, or the dungeon. And then you spend 10 seconds in a fight again. And it's it kind of disrupts the flow of the game, which sucks, I guess. Yeah. Mm. I, but, I mean, I mean I, it does things okay. Like, it's not a horrible experience, so I'm going to give it a three. Yeah, um, I mean, it... Like, I almost wanted to do an experiment and run the same sort of, like, quest twice. Like, go from here to do this thing uh, twice. Do it once normally and do it once using uh, the, uh, like, the marble threes and see exactly how much time I was just spending auto-battling, because it felt like a lot. Um, So for me, towards the end, 
um, especially once I get to fighting, I, I don't know what the collective groups, but they're like the, the knights that, that work for Zod. Like once you get to that point in the game where you're kind of going through and you're fighting Searle and, um, uh, what's the little guy and the dream tower that was obnoxious as fuck. Um, um, moat moat like once you once like i'm getting to that point in the game where i'm fighting these guys like i'm just tired of fighting like i just want to go boss battle to dungeon to boss battle because the dungeons are becoming a little more interesting to navigate the puzzles are becoming more interesting but i'm fighting so much i am just done with it and anytime like i get to a point um when i'm we're playing a game and like i don't want to play it anymore it kind of affects the gameplay score for me a little bit so i'm gonna give it a two um, I, I feel like it, it was just shy of average. Like there were some things that were really kind of bothered me. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, I don't know how else to, to say it. I mean, I hear it gets better, so we'll see. Right. hope so. Um, I, know, I think it's great. I'm serious. So, all right. Um, so story now, to me, the story was kind of, eh? Uh, you are essentially a member of the Light Dragon Clan, um, and you're fighting against the Dark Dragons, trying to stop them from getting all these keys and summoning this goddess Tear, who will rain down destruction and all kinds of crap like that. And you go through um, interacting with various members of these uh, anthropomorphic like animal clans, like the wolf, the fish... Um, bird uh, helping them proving yourself as a hero um, and sort of getting some of the keys losing some of the keys and uh, then you go kind of graduate to like where Zog's like uh, this guy's a problem so he sends out his big guys after you so like Jade and and all those people and you're taking care of all that doing each of those at each step and uh, ultimately <laughs> they summon Tear and you have to fight Tyr. Like, I mean, from the get-go, when they talk about summoning some sort of dark goddess, like, I already knew I was going to fight the dark goddess as the last boss, so a lot of the uh, meantime kind of stuff felt, uh, like, pointless, because I knew, like, all right, if I'm getting these keys, like, I know I'm going to fight this thing. Like, there, I'm obviously, something's going to happen here where... Um, I either screw the pooch or I get overwhelmed or somebody gets taken out, somebody dies. Nobody dies, but somebody gets amnesia. Um, well, technically Sarah dies, I guess. Spoiler alert. Um, I mean, you kind of kill her, so... Yeah, I mean, because she's mind-controlled by Jade or whatever. And then, like, <laughs> the part... This is... The, I should have brought this up in gameplay. But, and it... And it's really striking that like that chord in me where I'm like, why would you make that decision? Um, so a player goes through and they explore everything. They get all the extra shit. So instead of how are you rewarded by on top of actually having the powerful spells and stuff, let's give you the easy version of the boss to fight so that <laughs> it doesn't even matter. Like this, the final fight's not even a fight. Like, I don't, I don't get that as like a, a developmental choice. Like, if a player is doing all this extra stuff, it's you know, a they like a challenge. B they want to make the final boss you know easier as it is. Like, there are a million reasons to go do these other things that you don't need to give them an alternate boss fight for. I think, like, I feel like that kind of ruins it a little bit. I don't know. I just was really displeased with how that. How that whole... I mean, I got Agni and I got the quote-unquote good ending. I just, like, reading of that if you don't use Agni in that final fight or whatever, that you actually, like, it just gets harder. How to, not not simply the boss is the same and you're not able to do as much damage, but it's a whole another boss entirely that does more damage. And that, to me, feels really dumb. Um, well, the game is telling you, well, technically, Sarah is like, use Agni. And if you refuse to, that's your fault. Well, what if you didn't go get Agni? Well, then you're fucked. You see what I'm uh, saying? Like, it's not that 
it's because I chose not to like go get all the the dragon armor so I could fight the the mini boss that gives me Agni. So it, like it's this weird tiered setup to get to this point where if I don't use Agni, then I don't feel like I feel like it should just be the same boss fight. I'm just at a disadvantage, not at a super disadvantage where like a nearly impossible disadvantage, like supposedly beating that bitch without, uh, without Agni is almost impossible. Like you can do it, but you're sort of being told, well, you really can't finish the game until you do all this exploring, which should be optional. It shouldn't be forced on me. Um, especially if it's not part of the main story and then locking more story behind it. I, well, it's not really actually more story. I don't think, because the ending is not incredibly different. Um, there's just more. There's just more dialogue. And they could get like a slideshow and shit like that. Yes. Because the, the bad ending is like you just get the dragon shrine from the beginning of the game when yeah. you're sleeping. And like you get the credits and whatever. Then at the end, the tears like, I didn't do anything wrong. And then she transforms into her like evil form or whatever. And then in the good ending, killer, everybody's like, so what do we do now? And like, we'll rebuild everything. Yay. Yeah. So, I mean, the whole, um, I didn't feel like multiple endings was appropriate to this game. Um, when it works, it works. Um, we've had the, the multiple ending kind of discussion before and how we each individually feel about it. Um, aside from that, um, things that worked for me in this story... I mean, the concept is cool. Like, I, the idea that uh, each of these bosses is somehow, or every monster in this game is somehow undead, an insect or a, or a reptile of some kind is kind of cool. I'm down with that. Um, I don't know, like, there's the goblin-looking dudes. You, what do you count them as? The goblin-looking, which goblin-looking dudes? All right, so there's like the fleas. No, like. Okay, like that captain transforms in that goblin-looking thing or whatever. No, it's definitely a reptile amphibian-looking thing. Like, it's definitely like a... Like some sort of reptile. Are you sure? Like, because... It's got scales. It's got, it does not have scales. It's got, like, clawed hands, clawed feet. Like, it's bipedal. I take... Like, a, like it, a, it, it, to me, it looked like it was some sort of, like, almost dragon, like, sort of thing. Like a like a draconoid kind of creature is sort of the impression I got by it. I mean, and I said, I, really I said most, I most, all right. Like 90% of the monsters, like I, I guess whatever. Don't, don't be like that. Well, they um, reuse the sprites for some of the monsters just to recolor them or whatever. So, yeah, I mean, even the bosses though are kind of like, they're all like giant toads or, or something dumb like that, or an insect of some sort. A crustacean. Um, or crustacean. Uh, the giant, weird, trippy-looking animals, like, I'm cool with that being a concept. Um, the idea that all the other tribes are, like, they're all anthropomorphic creatures, like, even the main, like, there's no, like, straight-up humans, like, even the main heroes kind of, like, get these, like, sharp teeth and stuff. Um... I'm okay with that. Uh, not excited about it. Um, thing that was a short list of things that worked for me. Now that I think yes. about it, I mean, uh, you were reaching. I was, I was stretching. Things that didn't work for me. Um, aside from their intro introduction, a lot of the characters felt flat. The ones that they do reuse in story moments are kind of dumb and annoying. Like if Gobi said one more fucking thing about wanting his money, I was gonna bitch smack him back to prima um like karn did it felt like they wanted karn to have a character but he didn't like he just kind of was like you guys all the time and that's like the character that had the most sort of flair and personality was blue out of out of all of them um and that's all all you really got um so the characters are kind of flat. The villains weren't particularly menacing. I didn't feel like I never, none of them really felt particularly um, 
scary or menacing other than tear um the whole sarah gets mind controlled thing and then you have to kill her um didn't feel um impactful in any sort of way i was like okay i'm just kill her because like i haven't seen her in 30 hours so what the fuck do i care about her um there are things they could have done to engage me more in the story but like you said it's kind of their first try at it um what are some things that worked for you and didn't work for you in the story um like you i enjoyed the different like varieties of characters you get Mm-hmm. And how they have they have their own archetypes and whatever like that. Um, I enjoyed the the lore. Like I like the lore. Like I think it's interesting. Yeah, but are, are, you, are you talking about the lore that you know because you've played two, three, and four, or are you talking about the lore they give you in this game? Because what they give you in this game is not a lot. Well, it's not like what's explicitly said, but there's like. The things about the world, if you notice them, or maybe I'm just reading into it too much, but like how every like every nation is being like domineered pretty much by the dark dragons and everybody's just kind of doing their own thing and trying to survive and uh, everybody's waiting for something to happen, but they're all too weak to like individually do something and they're driven apart too much to actually unite without uh, without fear of reprisal by the Dark Dragons and everything like that. I guess. Um, I mean, I don't know. Like, I didn't find... Because the Dark Dragon characters, to me, were laughable. Because, like, especially early on, like, I'm thwarting all these apparently major plans with little to no difficulty. So they never felt dangerous or menacing. They felt silly. And then the fact that you go to the hero. What's that? You're the light dragon hero. Of course, this can be easy. I know, but like, and then their dialogue made them, they're just, oh, I'm going to get you, like, kind of stuff. And it was never, like, like, it made everyone else seem even stupider. Like, I'm like, these guys are morons. Like, how can you not beat them? Like, what are you scared of? <laughs> uh, it just kind of felt that way. Um, I don't know. I guess it's just I have a nostalgic attachment to it, but I enjoy it. So. That's fine. But it, is, it is what it is. Things that work, things that didn't work. Uh, what else? Oh, I guess I'll go with things that didn't work, uh, plot-wise. That it's it didn't feel like it doesn't feel as much as a grand adventure as like the like because you start the game off like the legend tells of like this hero of light or whatever light dragons that with his seven allies defeats the dark dragon goddess or whatever blah 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 blah, and it feels more just like. A series of fetch quests the whole time, mm-hmm. and less of like an adventure. And more like you're the fucking Boy Scout kind of thing, and you're just going around solving problems. And you just so happen to get the things you need to get done, or you luck out. And it's less of uh, like it doesn't feel so much as you are on the adventure as everything's kind of just serendipitous and it just kind of works out. Mm-hmm. Um. Like you said, the characters are flat. Um, I do, I did appreciate that they try to give some characters dialogue, like because like the, the dialogue does pop up eventually. But I mean, it's it's without really much characterization. But mm-hmm. the, they did something as opposed to some games where you get a character, you spend like an hour recruiting them, and then they never speak in the game ever again, unless they're in your party. Well, even then, even if they're in your party, some games are just like you. There's the main, like there's a character, uh, maybe a secondary character that you have to have in your party at all times, and they do all the speaking. Yeah. Or like you have NPCs with you that do all the speaking with the main characters, and then the other characters you have are just kind of there as support mm-hmm. for combat. Like you, they make no plot presence at all. There's just nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least you get some dialogue out of the characters on occasion, so it feels like they're there, even though it yeah. really doesn't matter. Yeah, I, I, I mean, the whole like uh, light and dark dragons thing, I guess, is cool in the idea of this this goddess that's revered, but is also dangerous kind of thing. Like all that's really, really interesting. 
just how they pulled me forward. Because generally, you know, a lot of times, like, it, the story will pull you forward through a game. Um, it becomes, you know, just as much an act of wanting to know what happens next as it is an exercise in, in playing a game. And I, I the best way I would explain. Expl- or describe this is like those shitty ass movies where you spend the whole game of like going against one villain and it turns out there was a big villain that that's revealed at the last second that you really don't know anything about but they're the big bad and you have to take him down that's this i mean i didn't feel that because th- i mean i kind of like from the get-go like based on the intro text i i already knew tear was the the enemy like um Sort of, yeah, but like she doesn't have any impact though. I know, I and I she get gets that. summoned, and you're like, oh shit, she's here because you gotta stop her. Yeah, and I mean, but neither, I don't know. Uh, it, it, well, you, neither does Zog. You don't interact with Zog. You don't really interact with Jade, like until they come up. Like, oh, you're at my doorstep now. I guess I gotta deal with you. Like you get you get more interaction out of Searle than anybody else. Yes, and it's oh well, Searle ends up helping you so whatever uh yep uh so what are you gonna score story nick i'll give it a two yeah um i'm i'm right there with you it's it's not the worst um like zero is literally no story it's it's tetris one is uh bad or extremely lacking story and then there's this where it's like okay it's they not, tried, but it's not the. It's not, it's not good it's, enough. It's not even enough to make me really want to read dialogue. Like, if I wasn't trying to understand what was going on for this show, and I was just trying to beat the game, then I wouldn't have paid attention to the damn piss of dialogue. I didn't care. So, um, it is what it is. I'm not quite that bad. I care. I read every piece of dialogue. I talk to every NPC every time I play a game because I do. I'm interested in it, and this just, just so happens to. Not be that great. Oh, don't talk to every NPC in this fucking game because five of them are going to say the exact same text. Exactly. Oh, that's so annoying. Why is this NPC here? If <laughs> it's going to tell me the same thing as the guy over there, that's the horrible. illusion of life. Like, there's something like a living world, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I don't know. All right. Well, that's like in games where you can go in every single house, like this one, but there's nothing there. Oh, that happens so much, and you have to because, like, in some of those houses, like, there's the little inkling of a clue or a fusion, and underneath a crate somewhere. So you have to fucking explore everything. And there's so many houses with nothing in them. <sighs> breathe, breathe, breathe. It's old school. It's old school game padding. That's what it is. Yeah, it's 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 old school, and it's kind of egregious. Um, anyway. Music. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, the music was uh, above average. I mean, it was good. Um, there wasn't any. There weren't any too many tracks that I can think of off the top of my head where I was like, "Oh, this is really grating or annoying." Um, it did kind of become background music in a few occasions where I just really wasn't acknowledging it. Um, there are a few tracks that are really catchy um, that I'd sort of hum along to. Uh, so overall, I mean, the music was pretty spot on. Like, I, I really didn't expect anything else. It's not something that I would, uh, say, download the OST and listen to all the time. Um, but it's not, it's not bad either. What do you guys say about the music? Um, I don't say the music is some of my favorite music from games. Well, certain certain songs, like the dungeon music, I will always be humming. The battle music and the boss music. Like, once you hear it, it's hard to forget it for a while. Like, it becomes one of those earwigs or whatever the hell it's called. Earbugs. I don't know the hell it is. You know the term. Yeah, earworm. What the fuck? There you go. I don't know. I'm not... I don't use that term, really. Um, And, yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely not the worst music. It's definitely above average. Uh, There are times where, like, they they reuse the same music Mm -hmm. a lot. Yeah. Um... I don't know if that's because of budget reasons or whatever, but... Eh, likely, knowing Capcom. Um, no, I mean, I'm, I'm right there with you. It's it's good music. I don't have the nostalgic connection to it like you do, so a lot of it is not going to ring um, that special for me, but I thought it was all fantastic. I mean, um, I'm going to give it a four. 
What about you? I will give it a 4.5. All right. Cool. Like, four to me is good. Five, five, like, to get a five for me, like, you, like that would be something that I've downloaded the whole thing. Like, I'll put it in rotation for either, like, when I'm doing, I'm working on stuff or, like, sometimes just in the car to listen to. Like, that's a five. If I'm not going to do that, then the highest you're really going to get is a four. Um, I can agree with that. I would definitely say five is music I've downloaded and listened to on multiple occasions. Yeah. Um, visuals. Uh, I thought a lot of the designs were really cool. Um, I thought each of the characters were distinct as far as playable characters. Um, I think the tribes had cool designs. With the except, I didn't really care for the fish people so much because, like, if you're an anthropomorphic fish, you don't need a tail on the back of your head. Like, that seems kind of silly. Um, there are other ways to do anthropomorphic fish. Um, the you mean a fin? No, there's a tail. Like Gobi has a fucking tail back there, dude. That's true. Like I thought, I thought it was just his fin. Maybe not. It's a tail. Um, I don't know. It felt like at least it looked like a tail from what I was looking like. If I'm wrong, oh well. I just didn't particularly care for the fish people design. Um. They felt, uh, I don't know, too. I don't know. If you're going to do fish people, they got to be kind of menacing, but these guys weren't. Menacing? Why? I don't know. To make them cool. Like, they got to be like Creature from the Black Lagoon kind of stuff. Um, I don't know. That's just a personal preference. Uh, anyway. Well, they come back. So well, I'm sure be, they'll be back, but, and I, I, I just, I'm, I'm probably gonna gripe about their appearance every time. Um, but the bosses are cool. Um, a lot of the monsters are cool. I really liked the, uh, shit. I don't think it was, was it the moat fight where he, he's like, digitized and slowly becomes like more real. Yes, as, no, as you, yes. as you do physical damage, and then as you do magic damage, he goes back the other way. Yes, that was a cool fight. I liked that. Um. Some of the dungeon designs and area designs, monster designs were all pretty awesome. They reuse a lot of material, but it's, you know, it's a cartridge that, you know, they have limited space, um, that kind of thing. Uh, all in all, like, the, the visual design and uh, aesthetics of the game are pretty sweet. Um, I don't really have any problem with it. I look forward to seeing where it goes, because this is only really a base sort of a... Uh, view of it and i'm sure as we get more detailed portraits and sprites as we go along um i'll get a better picture of what the developer intends these characters to look like but in my mind my interpretation of what's on the screen i don't know most of them are pretty cool um so visuals is going to get a solid four from me where you at nick i'm gonna say visuals um they are not like chibi which I appreciated. Mm-hmm. Um, like you get like at a Final Fantasy game or something like that. Um, everything was crisp. Like there was no like, you don't go into a dungeon and have like some weird ass colors or nothing like that. Except for the Dream Tower. You. The Dream Tower is kind of weird. Well, it's because it's like a nightmare, I guess. You know, you got to. Yeah, but a whole floor that's nothing but rain tiles. I don't know. It's a little weird. It is weird. Like this, the boss looks weird. It's like a, fucking mushroom thing with a hole in its face thing it looked like a fleshlight dude like uh like a fleshlight that nobody ever washed and it kind of set like on a windowsill and got all like gross and decrepit that's what it looked like it always reminds me of the brain bug from Starship or Trooper, that, so. that's but that thing looks more that looks like a vagina that monster looks like a straight-up vagina anyway um continue anyway um yeah like I, it struck me as odd that the monster designs were more detailed than the character designs in combat. Well, they get a bigger, they get bigger, like a more re, like re, uh, retail space on the screen, if you were. Um, yeah. So they get their their bigger pictures. They have more pixels. They can just do more. So I can see where that's a thing. That and they only have to call it from memory and display it on the screen once. Where these, um, like the hero sprites, have to be recalled constantly. Kind of thing. Fair enough for making a point. So didn't really consider that. I was just, I just made me laugh because I didn't notice as a kid, but like I look, I notice now, and you get like each of the characters gets like five, six colors or something like that, and you can blatantly see where they just kind of filled in 
blocks of color as blobs. The most kinda... egregious are like the early like Final Fantasy One, where you have these really cool looking enemy sprites, and then like the little guys over to the side yeah. are just like eight fucking blocks, and it's they're all great. animated and shit. Yeah, so I guess I guess great. that makes sense. So, but yeah, that's um, that's that. Um, what else you got on visuals? Um, it's just a good looking game in my opinion. Like, there's, I can't say there's anything that I disliked about it. All right, so what's you scoring it? I'll also give it a four point five. All right, Nick's least favorite category: replayability. Um, there's not a whole lot extra to do unless you uh didn't get the good ending and you want to go back and get all the extra shit. Um, but I, the game play is punishing enough that where I really think you're going to go through and get the best stuff every time you play it. Like there's really no reason to do otherwise. Um, it doesn't really offer a whole lot in that category. Uh, so, I mean, like I'm going to give it like a 2.5, I guess for replayability, mostly cause I'll probably never play it again. Um, Nick, what about you? That's a surprise. I figured we would give it a zero. Well, no, three is if you play the same. It's the same game every time. Like we rarely give low scores in replayability, unless I always give low scores. What the hell are you talking about? Ah, uh, whatever. But to me, three is if you you like you like the game. It's gonna be the same thing as you play it again. Then it's average replayability. Like five would be like it's completely new experience every time. It's amazing. Like a zero would be like uh, you're punished somehow for playing it again. Like just see that's not really me like zero is you pl- like you if you go in to play it it's the you're not getting anything out of it like it's not even worth your time playing it again but if you liked the gameplay well then the replayability score should be the same as the gameplay score so it's a two there you go you do whatever you want like you have your own system for I have my own system my system is like a three would be you play it a couple times if you like it like you like you play it once you like it you play it again like a five would be you actively there you actively have reasons to play it like there are reasons to play it again and again and again because it's a different experience like a one i got you we can move on so i will give it a three a three because i like it and i would play it again okay it's the same experience okay like nothing changes all right but i don't think it's a bad experience sure no that's that's i guess uh, now that I'm thinking about this, this runs counter to my Legend of Mana thing, I think. I'm pretty sure it is. Whatever. I don't even, I don't even keep track of my own things. So what do you expect? Uh, not a whole lot, honestly. So, whatever. Uh, now, overall experience. Uh, for me, I went in, and unfortunately Nick had hyped the shit out of this game. And did not live up to the hype and so I was kind of overall disappointed in it um I do look forward to two and three and four and maybe even five who knows um being better and getting progressively better um like even when we were going to play this like i almost positive I could go find the email uh, but our good friend uh, Blaine J over at uh, Retro RPG uh, Is It Worth It part of the Retro RPG um, podcast was like uh, maybe you guys should skip the first one from what I remember it's kind of basic and the story is kind of lackluster and I was like nah we're going to do them all we're going to do them all so um, maybe I should listen to him who knows um, so overall experience is a 2 I mean that's just where it is like I mean it was not a good surprise like it did get kind of it, it did drain on me towards the end like i was really having to push through to finish it um i enjoyed or like what i enjoyed early on came did not last <laughs> like uh through i would even say a third of the game before i was like oh this is this is really a drag um there's nothing interesting going on here so but bring your nostalgia in nick what's your overall experience <laughs> My overall experience is I can't really see now. I feel bad, Brent, because like you just you're just like it was fucking horrible. No, I'm not, I don't think it was horrible. I just think it was slightly lower than average. Like it's not the worst RPG that I've ever played by far. Like I've played a lot worse, and um, 
I think it's a fair game for 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 a company that hadn't done an RPG before. Like, there's not a whole lot of experience for it. Like, there is a reason in our list of games to play. Like, the first two Final Fantasies for the Nintendo aren't even on that list because they're the first one is what it is, but the second one is atrocious. And uh, you know, these first iterations in these long lived franchises, you know. Because the franchise comes at it with with this certain level of hype, because it's like, man, they made six of these, so there must be something good here. The first one just kind of let me down a little bit, and uh, it didn't really bring anything new to the table, and it just, I'm not saying overall, I don't think it's bad. Like it works, like the gameplay works. It it is it's not impossible. Uh, encounter rate's kind of high, but it's not unbearably high the uh combat's clunky but not unbearably so it's not it wasn't a situation where i flat out dreaded every time i had time to sit down and play it it was just kind of like uh maybe i could do something else instead kind of feeling instead of like oh god i gotta gotta play arcanum or some shit like that um i was generally interested in beating the game i just didn't you know, I didn't feel the motivation wasn't there. You know what okay. I'm saying? That's yeah, so. fair enough. Um, my experience with it is it's I haven't played it in a long time. Like I think since maybe I was a teenager. Uh, so a lot of what I remember kind of fell flat. Um, I guess it's because I didn't have much RPG experience, and this was one of the few ones at the time that was out. Mm-hmm. Um, but playing through everything and recalling everything, I guess like brought back those, just those memories. Um, so I enjoyed the whole trip through again. There are things that like quality of life things I, that I've become accustomed to that I found lacking and missing and wish that existed in here. Um, so I will give overall experience a three. All right. I mean, I that's feel fair. like this is, like it's not obviously not required because none of the games in the series really are linked together in any way besides mm-hmm. the worlds and the kind of the some of the themes or whatever I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like it does an okay job establishing like the vibe of the franchise. Yeah, I guess. And if you like, I don't feel like you'd be missing anything for not playing it, but it wouldn't hurt to have that. Yeah, I mean going and, forward. And I mean, when we're done, we'll we'll obviously go through and rank our favorite like rank the Breath of Fire games, like the ones we play and you know, order them and it's just, you know, I can see where the the franchise has a place to go from here. Like this is a good starting point, but it's not it's not a dynamite RPG. It's probably not, you know, like it's not I could agree with that. I mean, it's not, you know, I mean, it's good. I'm sure it was better sure, when it came out. I'm sure two is way better. Uh, oh, two is much better. So and and, and you know, so that you got to make those missteps to figure out where you want to go, and you know, so I'm sure two will be way better. And I'll probably say, you know, just start with two <laughs> for everybody else. So, um, but no, I mean, I mean, in it depends on what they're looking for. If they're looking for um, like the entire gambit of the RPG experience. Um, the JRPG experience or whatever you want to say, then yeah, play this game. Um, you know, fill out your knowledge of where the games come from, how how games played, you know, that kind of thing. I mean, so do it. But anyway, um, that's all of our scores. Now let's move on to questions from the forum. We only had one this time, and it's really two discussion points. Um, good man Cujo wanted to know, uh, well, he said he was pissed. That the boomerang was the best weapon for a long time because he wanted a sword. Now, uh, my response to this is I like the boomerang because it got me through battles faster. Um, now, the second boomerang I didn't have for very long because right after you get the B-ring, you can... It's not long after that you you unlock t- uh, Toonlin or whatever and you can get the rod five and go get the dragon sword. And I just had the dragon sword the rest of the time, so... I didn't really use a boomerang very long, um, except for the first one you get. I used that one for a while simply to clear mobs because you don't have a full party, and Nina's not really worth a shit. But and then 
Nick did point out the E key is a thing. I wish I had known because then, well, I probably still wouldn't have used it because you can't, you know, I would just auto battle. So whatever. Um, I just, it didn't bother me to go through it every time because it made the battle significantly shorter. Yeah. I mean, it does, but, uh, you know. Whatever. Yeah. I got in an argument with Kojo a little bit. All right. Well, explain the, it. How do you, how do you feel about, about the, the, how about, how do you feel about the, the, the boomerang? I feel the boomer. I feel any game that has a weapon that deals damage to the entire enemy, like the enemy side, is a boon. And the more characters you can have that do that, the better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like it's better DPS. It may not be better single target target damage, but if you are spreading damage across the whole enemy group, you kill them faster. Obviously, it's just logical. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, you'll just switch to if I mean if you follow a walkthrough, you'll know like. The, the boss is coming up, so you just switch to your single target sword. But even then, you, you'll you probably have dragon forms you'll just switch to anyway. So why mm-hmm. even bother equipping a sword until you get the ones that like start whooping ass really good? Yep. Um, I mean, yeah, like it's... All right. It's, it's better. And he also wanted to know, how did the robot all of a sudden get sentience and decide to kill itself? And I'm kind of with him on this one. Like, that felt really dumb, where they're like, ah, the Dark Dragon's going to use it, but if he had sentience before the Dark Dragon used him, then why didn't he kill himself when the Dark Dragon was trying to do make him do shit, like, instead of afterwards? I want to say that because the Dark Dragons must have, like, they probably put some kind of control thing on him, like, like they made him do whatever. <clears throat> and so he didn't have his own, like his own, uh, fuck autonomy. That's the word. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he was being forced against his will to do things. Whereas the heroes gave him his autonomy, and instead of risking being used for evil again, he decided that the best option would be to suicide into a volcano. Yes, which happened to help you get across the river lava stuff i don't so. know it it felt kind of it felt kind of weird to me like i was like okay this is happening it's a fucking robot isn't it? uh yeah it felt really like the whole robot part felt really out of place for the rest of the game you know what i'm saying like it feels really strange as a part of the game um because it's a world where they're giant robots and we're i don't know like it just felt really weird to me um so yeah, thank you for those questions, Kujo. Uh Nick will put up a upcoming episode for Golden Sun before we're done here. I don't know why he doesn't just go ahead and do that right now. So you can post your questions and comments about Golden Sun there on the forum. Now, time... No, I don't do it right now because you take like eight hours to put up the episode anyway, and then like maybe they don't listen to it right away, so... No, I'm talking about the upcoming episode for Golden Sun, so they can post questions about the Golden Sun episode. Yeah, but I mean, like right now, like you, whatever, I'll do it right now. I'm not. I'm. I'm just making sure it's there when they hear my voice, because this will probably be posted in like an hour. Gotcha. So, um. So, quick fire questions, Nick. Blue. Does the carpet match the drapes? No, because there's no carpet. Good call. Favorite character. Blue. I don't know. I kind of like the fusion thing. That was kind of cool. I'm down with that. That's but... not like that's not character though. That's characters. All right. I'm also down with like I like Ox. I thought Ox was cool. Um, like uh, he's your archetype, big dumb brute. <sighs> that hurts my feelings when you say it that way. Why you gotta be like that? It, is it not true though? All right. Fair enough. Do the mice stand a chance at holding those fortifications against the roaches after we left? Hell no. Yeah, I felt like that was a whole that was a really dumb part too. All right, favorite boss. That's difficult. Um, true form tier. All right, I liked that uh, the moat fight because everywhere you read it's like, oh, he's pretty pretty weak, uh, pretty strong against magic attacks. I'm like, no, you get him all the way clear, hit him with a magic attack, and then hit him with physical attacks. It's fucking perfect. I'm like, do that. That's awesome. It's a cool concept. I like it. Um. How does the fish tribe keep all the nice gear from rusting and rotting under the ocean? Uh, air bubbles? Maybe. Mm. I don't know. Maybe uh, physics don't work the same way in that world. So rust isn't a thing? Maybe not. Do we ever see anything rusted? 
I guess you're right. I'm, I'm, you're probably right. I just, I, <laughs> I, just fuck, I don't know. All right. Hardest dungeon. Hardest dungeon. The fucking Moots Tower thing was bullshit. Oh, I hated it. I'm right there with you. It was the worst, especially because you get to one of those levels and there are the holes in the wall that look like they could be a door, but they're not a door. Like you'll fall out of the fucking tower and you got to start over yep. again. That's bullshit. That's a terrible, terrible thing to do. Yeah, my brother warned you about that shit too. Did he? Yeah, oh, he did. He did in the Fire Emblem review. And then also I hated the one where the whole bitch turns. Is that the same dungeon? I think so. But the whole fucking thing turns was the worst. Ah, oh, it was almost as bad as when the walls disappear. Like I could handle when the walls were disappearing, but when that son of a bitch was turning, like I made one wrong turn and I just stuck. Like ah, oh, it was it was whatever. Okay, and then uh, last but certainly not least, how hard was this game to masturbate to? Zero. So it's pretty easy. It's the easiest. Because it's that frustrating, like, kind of tension you get. So you're just kind of, like, dry humping the couch when you're trying to, like, beat a boss or something. And I didn't even say how dumb that fucking, the fucking health bars in this game are so infuriating. Oh, my God. Like, why even have a health bar? Why even have a health bar? Why even have a health bar? Like, just to hide 30%, like, even more. I don't know. That, it was just really dumb. Like psychological, uh, like, conditioning. It's it's uh don't even have a health bar like don't be that kind of dick. It's good. It's like hey, you killed it, psych bitch. And it starts six the, more rounds. Start the round over. Oh god, it was the and worst. the enemy has better stronger attacks too. It's the worst. It's the worst. All right, let's go ahead and pull up the outro here. Oh, uh, next game is uh like I said, Golden, Golden Sun. Sun. We got uh our good buddy Anderson, the. Uh, OF original fan is going to be on that episode with us. It's going to be a good time. Um, we're going to enjoy that. Uh, yep. I can't really think anything else. Oh, you have two weeks to finish getting your Miss RPG uh, suggestions in. We have quite a few of them flowing. Um, however, I will say, guys, those of you nominating uh, Luna from Lunar, you guys are creeps. She's 15. Um, but anyway... If there's grass on the field, just ready to play, bro. Oh God, that's so fucked up. It's this is this is that's inappropriate. No, it's fine. It's fine. He says it all the time. All right, let's pull up the sexy, sexy sky music. All right, look, here's the thing. Um, you can talk to us and shit, all kinds of ways. Uh, we have a Twitter account that's at the RPG Podcast. Um, you can visit our home on the web at therpgshow.com. Don't go to rpgshow.com. That's that's wigs and shit. You want to go to the RPG show? There, there's forums, um, all kinds of links and stuff. Uh, you can leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Each one counts, and we love you for it. Yes, we do. In the sexual way. Uh, there's other things. There's our forums. I said. Oh, be be sure to check out our friend uh, Blaine J over on the Is It Worth It podcast. Um, great guy. Uh, they're having fun over there. They did some thing recently with some stuff. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Until next time. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody.